0: work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey there, and hello, how are you? I hope you are doing so well. And I wanted to start off this episode by thanking everyone who's reached out to me to let me know how excited they are for our How She Overcame summer series, and how this is just what they needed at exactly the right time. I absolutely love when ideas that are put into my heart are positively impactful, not just for me, of course, but for you, my amazing community, as well. So let me tell you a little bit about what's been going on in my corner of the world It has been a busy and busy in the best way time. My husband, Scott, and I just got back from a long weekend in Chicago. My stepdaughters live there with their mom and our youngest celebrated her eighth grade graduation and our oldest had her dance recital. It was absolutely amazing and so good to get to see both of the girls. Y'all, I cannot believe that we now have not one, but two high schoolers. It's a little bit craziness. (laughs) I also just welcomed the newest members of the agency Thrive Mind into my community, So ThriveMind is my one-on-one and group coaching program for women who are starting, growing, and scaling agency model businesses. It's always so super fun and awesome to see kind of where they started in the program and watch them grow month to month. And if you have an agency model business or you're a booked out solopreneur ready to grow an agency, then I'd love for you to check out the additional information about Agency ThriveMind at tashabooth.com forward slash thrivemind. That is R I V E. M-I-N-D. And lastly, my team and I actually just launched a brand new free download for all of my agency owners out there. It's called Pricing or Pipeline, Where's Your Agency's Greatest Opportunity? And what's really, really cool and unique about this is that it's not only one, but it's actually two different downloads that you get to choose from based on your current greatest need within your agency. Download number one is a brand new mini masterclass called The Price Ain't Right. (laughs) In it, I'm going to walk you through pricing for profit in your agency so that you can prevent some of the pitfalls I often see agency owners make when it comes to pricing their offers. And then download number two is called Get Your Pipeline On Point, and it's a mini training and a mini challenge all around creating a strong pipeline of leads for your agency. Now, I created both of these resources because what I know from coaching agency owners from the last three, almost four years, is that when agency owners aren't making the income they want in their businesses, it is almost always either a pricing problem or a pipeline problem. So go check out that resource. It's pretty darn awesome if I do say so myself. (laughs) You can choose your own adventure and download option one or option two at TashaBooth.com forward slash choose. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash choose. And the link also, of course, will be in the show notes. Okay, let's get into today's episode. My guest today is Rachel Perea. Rachel founded Mastermind Business Services in 2020 to change the world through operations. She works with her clients to eliminate the hurdles of running a growing business or nonprofit that is focused on driving impact and sustainability. Rachel has over a decade of operations and people leadership experience spanning across several industries. This varied lived experience allows her to connect with clients where they are at and guide them where they want to be. Today, Rachel is sharing her story of stepping into her authentic self reclaiming her joy and falling in love again after walking away from a marriage that she admits should never have happened. So let's go ask Rachel how she came into her full self. Hey, Rachel, it's so good to have you on the podcast. I feel like this is your second time on my podcast. Am I wrong in that? <laughs> have you been here before? <laughs> well, I think I think we have just interacting with each other so many times at this point, but I don't think I've been on the podcast before. Hi. Okay, I felt like maybe we did one of those like Q&A sessions together or something. But me, I'm just clearly I'm delusional about this. But we have talked before. So I'm happy to see you again. So thanks for being here. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell us a little about who you are, what you do and who you serve? Yeah, so I'm
1: Rachel Pereira. I'm a fractional COO. I have an operations agency and we support women, LGBTQ+, and people of color who are scaling their businesses or nonprofits so
0: they can create more impact on the world and in turn tie into my mission of changing the world through operations. Yes. I love that. Changing the world through operations. And thank you for being here for our theme this uh, season, which is all about how she overcame. And uh, beforehand, we were talking about the fact that like, I love your story, and I'm going to ask you to tell more of your story in a second. Um, But I love the fact that this is a story of like thinking that your life is going to be one thing, and then it completely changing the trajectory and becoming something entirely different and how that can be okay. <laughs> so yes. that's how we're going to set things up. You take it from here. Tell us your story.
1: Yeah. So I was always, I mean, it probably won't surprise anyone who's ever met me, but I was always very ambitious and focused, um, very driven person. So by the time I was 11, I had all of my goals and plans mapped out to 30. Um, And so I had this uh, I had this corkboard in my room Um, and on it, I had Pinned up my list of all the things I wanted to accomplish by the time I was 30. And Supreme Court justice was on there. I mean, I just like I wanted to do all the things I thought I was gonna double major. And for some reason, I wanted to go to med school and law school. I don't 11 year old Rachel was ambitious. As yes. Well. And, <laughs> and so, you know, when I grew up here in the Austin, Texas area, and um, my dad was from Brooklyn, New York, and he'd always wanted to have land and you know live the cowboy life. So they bought like 100 acres out in the country here in Texas. And halfway through my eighth grade years was 13, we moved. So I went from my grade having 860 kids in it to a school that K through 12 was 200 kids. So it was a huge change. And so, you know, also during my emo teen years, like, I'm so glad that there wasn't Facebook back then and that my right. is gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so through all of that turmoil, um, I started making different choices that weren't as aligned with motivated, ambitious Rachel. I was still taking dual credit classes. I was doing high school and college. Like I really just wanted to get out and be on my own and um, be um, like independent. I tried to get emancipated when I was 16. Like I just really wanted to be on my own. And my high school boyfriend, we actually wound up getting pregnant. So I had my first daughter at 18. I got pregnant like three months before high school graduation. And that meant giving up an almost full ride scholarship because I couldn't afford the $4,000 to stay in the unwed mother's dorm. Um, yeah. And it just totally changed my entire life. Like I went from, you know, having this huge vision and big future planned out to, oh crap, now I have a baby and I have to figure out how to like do this on my own. And so it was just very like full circle, one, not full circle, maybe 180. Like mm-hmm. just it kind of all, it changed my whole life. Like from that moment, everything was different.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for that. So once you, you, so you got pregnant with your high school boyfriend and you had your baby and then what happened after that?
1: Yeah. So I was, I, we wound up getting married. Um when I was 19, so like right after my 19th birthday, uh, because it was like the thing to do. And I mean Mm -hmm. that's that's what you do, right? Yeah. I live in the south. That's what you do when you're in the south and get pregnant. Um and then by the time I was 20, I had my second daughter. And I mean we were we were poor, like real poor, like impoverished, really, really poor. Like stealing grapes to feed the kids from H E B
0: kind of poor. Yeah.
1: Um not what I was used to, not what I grew up with. Um never want to go back there. And it was, it was very rough time. And we weren't like, we should not have been together. Like we, Mm -hmm. it was a high school relationship Should have stayed in high school. It would have been great that way. Um, And so we, I mean, it just wasn't working out Mm -hmm. by the time I was 22. I I knew, like, I knew I just couldn't do this anymore, that it wasn't healthy for my daughters to grow up seeing this. And I didn't want them to think that this was a good relationship. And so we separated. um, And not too long later, I met my now wife, funny how that works out. And so it meant meeting her meant officially like coming out, which is like Mm -hmm. the next stage of changing my whole life. I've known I was, you know, bi or some flavor of not straight since I was 15. Mm -hmm. And so my ex knew it, my close circle of friends knew it, but I hadn't never told my family. I was never like openly out. And even then... Even finding her and starting to date, like twenty two, I didn't officially come out until I was twenty five. Wow. So like, it took three years. Yeah, like our inner friends, our inner circle knew, my kids knew, but that was about it. Like I wasn't going to work like waving a rainbow flag, and I wasn't like <laughs> telling my family. Um, didn't want to deal with all of that. And so when we, when the Supreme Court finally allowed us to get married, and she proposed, I was like, guess I should probably tell people that <laughs> I am in a relationship with a woman. Um, it was a, it was a big. I guess it was another big change in my life. So it's just, you know, change after change after change, you know,
0: teen mom, divorce at 22, coming out at 25. Like just, it was all rapid succession. Oh my gosh. Well, and one of the things that I just read pretty recently, probably within a week is, and this like was like mind blowing to me for some reason, is that like people think of coming out as like, you do it one time and then like everybody knows that you're out and like that's it but it is the succession that you talked about in terms of like you come out to some people and you you know then you have to tell like these uh, this other group of people or like your family you know you tell your friends before your family and everything and i never thought of it in terms of that before until i read that in terms of like that is a successive like over and over again potentially traumatic experience to have to yes. go through go through one of the things that i love about your story is the fact that like i said before you know what we think our lives are going to look like supreme court justice double major and everything you and i are very very alike in that like i have always known exactly what my plan is going to be or what I thought my plan was going to be. I actually did double major in college (laughs) and, 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 you know, and it was political science and musical theater. And I'm not doing, I mean, I do, you know, musical theater now as a hobby in community theater, but I'm not doing it as a profession. And I was married before I was a pastor's wife for 10 years and didn't curse like thought, you know, like was very straight, (laughs) very straight laced. Very probably more on the concert way more on the conservative side than I am now, and thought that was going to be my life until I woke up one day and was like, "This isn't what I want." You know, this isn't the life that like I wanted, or even the life that I believe in, or the life that I'm happy in. And realizing that like not everybody's going to get that, and some people are going to forever be angry at you, or like not gonna be able to be part of your life anymore. But there is life after figuring out that, like you need that big change or multiple big changes in your life,
1: yes, yes. I love I love that story arc for you. it's 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 so funny how that happens. Like the intentional decisions and then also the universe just kind of be like, mm, no, that's not for you. Like mm-hmm. I still. I still want to get into politics. Like it's on my, my current vision board. I want to be involved in local politics. Like I feel like there's so much change needed Mm -hmm. and it's so aligned with like what I, why I feel like I was put on the planet, That like, I see myself, like my wife always jokes that I lawyer everything. So, I mean, I see finishing (laughs) law school in my future, but you know, who's, who knows, who knows? I've, I've learned. If life has taught me anything, it's I'm now married to the destination, not the journey. So like, mm. I know that I want to be happy. I want to be safe. I want to raise my family and I want to make some kind of impact. And the way all of that shakes down is something I'm letting go of being attached to.
0: Yeah. Because safe, happy can look a lot of different things, like different ways. And you can be those things in a lot of different seasons of your life and be, be a lot of different things in, in those seasons. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love that. So what is, what is one thing that you are most proud of, of yourself in this whole journey?
1: That is a great question. I am a friggin' amazing mother. Like Mm. I have those hard days. You know, I think anyone who has kids can relate. You have those days where you're like, I've screwed them up forever. Like it's never going (laughs) to happen the most horrible thing, but watching them like my daughter, my oldest daughter is only four years younger than I was when I had her. And just seeing the difference. Um, I actually saw a TikTok this weekend that said, you know, she was like, oh, when I had my daughter, everybody was like, good luck. She made just like you. And she's like, no, now I get the opportunity to see what I would have been like with Mm -hmm. support and nurturing and like seeing that in my children. uh, I'm going to tear up now. Like that's, I'm most proud of them. Like they Mm -hmm. are my legacy and I'm so
0: proud of them. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your story and for sharing it. I have so appreciated the stories that I'm hearing from all the women for this season. And I appreciate you as well. Where can we find you?
1: Yeah. So I am on Instagram as at Business Services. I'm on LinkedIn as Rachel Bonetta. That's P-E-R-E-Y-R-A. And thank you so much for having me. It's interesting. This is a full circle moment for me. Um for those of you who don't know, listening to Tasha's podcast is what got me started in my business. Um I used to I knew I was meant for more and I'd be driving into my corporate job and I would be listening to how she did that and I was like I didn't know this world existed. Let me figure out how to start this. So I have been in Tasha's circle for, you know, over 3 years now and just full circle moment. I was so happy to get to be on here with you today cuz I just I'm like,
0: oh, vision board. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. That uh, that means so much to me and I love hearing that. And I just love seeing how you show up in the world and what you're doing and everything. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you, appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Before you go, be sure to head over to tashabooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and learn more about my upcoming programs, master classes, and live events. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe. Until next time.